insurrection, obstruction, indictments, civilly liable for sexual abuse. The one man responsible for all that could be sitting in a prison cell on election day and still be elected commander-in-chief for these United States. That man is beholden to Putin, weakened NATO the last time around, and is currently tying himself to wealthy Saudi oil money. He enriched himself when government stated his property. He campaigned on wanting to use government to go after his political rivals and wants to expand executive power. If Donald Trump is re-elected, our nation is lost. So let's roll up our sleeves, get to work, and tell the MAGA folks no more before it's too late. Welcome to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I'm a special Friday edition, uh, and a special edition with a fat man rant, because we are uh, PO'd at Texas right now, because after what we thought was going to be a good idea, a good thing that was happening uh, from one of the Texas judges who made a ruling under the draconian Texas abortion law, of course, uh, Ken Paxton, who sur- survived a uh, impeachment attempt, survived an attempt to remove him from office, is now lashing out and going after uh, this woman who successfully attempted to uh, go after and try and obtain an abortion uh, that she didn't want to have to have, but she is going to have and is threatening legal action. Uh, against all sorts of things. We're going to get into more details about that in a second. But first, as always, uh, the uh, to join the show. I don't think we're going to do many phone calls today, if any. But uh, the phone number is 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. If you happen to be listening on Blog Talk Radio, come on over to liberaldanradio.com. That will bring you to the YouTube channel, and you can go ahead and uh, listen along and watch along with us and join us in the chat there. Join us in chat, leave questions and comments in there, and we'll respond to them in kind. You could also uh, leave your comments after the show at Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, on Facebook.com slash Liberal Dan Radio, um, and also on the episode thread on YouTube.com slash Liberal Dan Radio, or of course, LiberalDanRadio.com, which is the easy way to get there to support the show. Uh, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already done so, um, watch videos, comment, like videos, get those algorithms up. Uh, another reason I wanted to do the show, hey, Alarasia, is uh, today I didn't have any drop-off in show watching, so any hours that are watched today will just help increase the total number of hours. We're 131 or 141 hours away from what we need to get to 3000 which will get us monetized so uh if you go to sleep tonight and just put on a three to four hour video just don't put it on mute but you may put on low volume just don't put it on mute just put on a three or four hour video before you go to sleep and that'll help get the uh 
get the channel even closer to where we need to be to get to the three uh, three thousand hours watched for the last three hundred and sixty five days. Uh, otherwise, if you want to help the show out, you can buy me a cider. I am going to cider later. Go to buy go buymeacoffee.com slash radio, or you can also go to uh, liberaldan.com and click the buy me a cider button. You can also Venmo me, liberaldan on Venmo, scan the image there uh, as well, or you can go to patreon.com slash liberaldan or patreon.liberaldan.com. Either way, we'll get you there and you can support the show as little as five bucks a month um, and support me on a monthly basis. Um, hey, what's going on, Jolie? Good to see you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, I know it's a little bit short notice that I told you earlier on, and but you know when I when I saw the when my wife told me about what was going on earlier, because um, I was originally just going to talk about this Monday that I was I was happy about the fact that uh, this woman Kate Cox was able to get uh, her abortion or was going to be able to get her abortion. I was like, okay, good, a good topic to talk about on Monday that someone was finally able to make this case. Um, so. <laughs> Hey, Silly Wonka, good to see you as well. Um, but again, Republican Ken, Ken Paxson, these Republicans just have it out. They just do not women to have body autonomy. They do not want people to have body autonomy. They, they just want to have utter control over everyone's lives. And they, they want people to risk death over pregnancies that are ridiculous. So, so what happened? So what was going on? What's the... What's the basic, um, what's the basic gist of what happened with this story? Uh, but before we actually, before we get to that, I do want to talk about one one quick thing before before we get to that. Um, I don't know if you remember the story that we were talking about. It's pertaining to abortion, sort of. Um, the story about. Um, the Watts case in Ohio, where it was turned over to a grand jury, and um, and the uh, and they were going to uh, going to bring her up on charges because she miscarried into the toilet, and they were going to try and get her to you know be punished for you know harming a fetus or whatever what have you. Because, you know, even though there was no evidence that there was harm done to the fetus, the fetus, you know, the, the, the corpse, I mean, the corpse was not harmed after, uh, after the miscarriage. Um, I had uh, Ginger Gonzaga uh, responded to my post. Uh, if you're unaware, Ginger Gonzaga is, a per- is an actress. She starred on both She-Hulk and True Lies. And she gave the GoFundMe link uh, to um, to the uh, to support Brittany Watts. So let me go ahead and put that in the chat. Um, that is the GoFundMe link to support Brittany Watts. Um, but the fact that uh, a, a, an actress who starred in two shows that I really enjoyed responded to my tweet just was like, that's awesome. It was it was it was it was definitely a, a a cool thing to wake up to in the morning. And then when I responded to her and I invited her on the show to talk about it, and I also said that I loved her in both shows. And she uh, 
and she liked both tweets. I was like, eh, I was giddy. I was a giddy little little schoolboy or whatever. Hey, Bicycle Mike, what's going on? Hey, Steve, good to see you. Um, so anyway, so it's good to see that celebrities are going ahead and uh, supporting uh, this cause as well and raising raise helping to raise money and and just notoriety for this case so that uh this person can receive the justice that they need uh so i'm going to do whatever uh, uh signal flares or whatever else that i can do to help raise information on Brittany Watts and get Brittany Watts you know the help that she needs of course i don't know what i can do beyond what ginger gonzaga can do this uh much more famous actress, but hey, whatever anybody can do is good. So I'm I'm definitely happy to see that happen. I'm definitely happy to see that uh, celebrities are picking up this cause and are pushing it to make sure that this case is taken care of. Now, of course, this case was one we talked about, and here's another case that we're going to talk about where I didn't think I was going to have to go into a rant about this, but I'm going to have to continuously talk about this rant and continuously talk about these laws because even when we talked about it on I think Monday uh with both Joes uh other Joe was unwilling to say that these laws are draconian that these laws went too far that these laws were um that these laws put people in these predicaments where they could not get the help in the case of Brittany Watts they sent her home from the hospital because the condition that she was in was not life-threatening, and as such, they could not deal with the miscarriage at the time. In the case of Kate Cox, uh, she goes to the she goes to the uh, to the to the courts and says, "Hey, I have a life a, a, a pregnancy that threatens me. This pregnancy is threatening to me, and." Um, the high court in, in the state of Texas is dealing with another case where 20 women are claiming that they're denied medically necessary abortions uh, because of their complicated pregnancies because of their state's new laws. And the state in those cases have argued that the women in those cases lack the standing to bring in the cases because they were not currently, they are not currently at the time seeking an abortion. And the, are the, the arguments of the attorneys representing those 20 women have, basic, women have basically said that it's ridiculous. And we've talked about the money as well. It's ridiculous to have to force somebody to say that you have to be pregnant to bring a case. Because if you have to be pregnant to bring a case, then what? how are you going to do that? Especially if, if you're septic. You have to go to court when you're septic? You have to go to court when you're dying in order to get legal relief, to be able to get relief under the law, under these exceptions as they're written? It's absurd. That's why, that's why the government has, should have no role in regulating abortions. This should be between the patient and their doctors. And that's it. Period. But no. These ridiculous Republicans want to make this into this big issue. But in this case, it just so happens 
that you have Kate Cox, who is bringing a case while she's pregnant. It is a non-viable pregnancy. There is a lethal fetal anomaly, an, an, anomaly uh, there that threatens her future, the future potential of her to have another pregnancy. She wanted this pregnancy. She wanted to be able to have a child. She wanted to deliver this child. That's why it's a 20-week pregnancy. She wanted to deliver this, deliver, deliver, to gestate the term and deliver a child. But it's not in the cards in this particular case. But the state, through Ken Paxson's stupid eyes, is trying to interfere with medicine. Ken Paxson has no idea about how medicine works and doesn't care about how medicine works. He's not willing to trust not willing to trust the science, not willing to trust doctors, not willing to trust medical professionals, and probably doesn't even care to even investigate it a little bit. All he cares about is that's a baby, even though it's not going to survive. The fetus is not going to survive. And if they allow the pregnancy to continue, Kate Cox is not going to be able to have any other children, according to her doctors. And that is why the doctor or the, the judge in the case has said that there that that an abortion should be allowed in this case under Texas laws under the existing Texas law the Kate Cox according to CNN who is 20 weeks pregnant filed a lawsuit this week stating asking that a state district court in Austin court uh to temporarily block the state's abortion ban, ban because she has been unable to get the procedure due to concerns of violating the law Cox's baby was diagnosed with trisomy 18 and is not expected to live more than a few days outside the womb. According to the suit, after the ruling, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson warned that Cox's physician she could still face civil, civil and criminal penalties uh, at some point should she perform the court-ordered procedure. Uh, Cox's lawsuit is believed to be one of the first attempts in the country by an individual seeking court-order abortion since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Cox 31 has been to three different emergency rooms in the last month due to severe cramping and unidentifiable fluid leaks, according to his work. So not only is it a non-viable pregnancy, but she's also having severe cramping and unidentifiable fluid leaks. She has had two prior cesarean sections, and continuing the pregnancy puts her at risk for severe complications, threatening her life and future fertility. But because of the way that the word is, law is worded, I'm sure this is going to be the argument made by Paxton, that because because the, her life is not currently at risk, that she is, he is going to make the argument to the Supreme Court that because her life's not currently at risk and her future futility is not currently at risk, that he's going to argue that this is why the Supreme Court should block the lower court judge's ruling and as such should prevent Cox from getting the pregnancy. Absolutely absurd. So in an emergency hearing on Thursday, the judge did grant a temporary restraining order against the state that would allow Cox to immediately have an abortion. So again, the judge, Judge Maya Guerrero Gamble said, the idea that Mrs. Cox wants desperately to be a parent and this law might actually cause her to lose that ability is shocking and would be a genuine miscarriage of justice. I don't know if she intended the pun or not, but there you go. Uh, so I will be signing the order and it will be processed and sent out today. 
Uh, Cox and her husband were present for the hearing, which took place over Zoom, um, and grew emotional at the judge's decision and could be seen wiping away tears. Molly Dwayne, uh, Cox's attorney, said that they were working to figure out the fastest way to get her abortion care, but will not disclose when for the safety of her client, her family, and her physician. Dwayne said the fight is far from over. The ruling only applies to Cox, so as the narrow ruling does not restore access to abortion to thousands of other women. Uh, she called the state's argument callous and extreme. They don't care whether the people live or die as long as they're forced to give birth, which basically shows that the state is not pro-life, it's pro-forced birth. Uh, Mark Hernan in the Center for, Center for Reproductive Rights added, this can't be the new normal. I don't think you can expect to see now hundreds of thousands of cases being brought and filed on behalf of patients is not realistic. So it's untenable that everybody who has an emergency procedure or, or a case where there's an emergency happening, where there's a threat to the individual's life or health or the, 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 the possibility of having a child in the future, that they now have to, all of them bring a suit. And the state's argument is that not just you don't have the standing to bring the suit because you're not pregnant to the 20 other women who are bringing cases in the other case, but now the state's going to argue that you don't have the standing because you're not currently dying. So you basically have to be limping into the courtroom, bringing in almost on a gurney, saying, I'm about to die. Please let the doctor perform the procedure now or else I'm going to die. And then I'm sure Ken Paxson would find some other way to prevent the person from having an abortion because that's how Ken Paxton and all these other extremist hyper-conservatives are. They are so concerned with stopping people from having an abortions that they will allow people to die. How is that pro-life? How is that in any way pro-life? It's not. It can't be. It can't be pro-life. It's pro-force birth. It's pro-control. In reality, it's pro-death. I don't even know why anybody at this point, if you, if, you're, if you have the possibility of giving birth and you want to give birth, why you would still be in Texas is beyond me because there's no reason to be there. And I don't, I mean, but you can't blame Kay Cox. I mean, this person wants to live. You should, nobody should be forced to have to leave the state that they're in in order to be able to, you know, live their life. You should be able to live your life wherever you want and have, the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You should not be forced to have to run to another state. And it's not tenable or feasible for many people to be able to just go run to another state where abortion is allowed simply just to go obtain an abortion. <clears throat> but then you have the group of 20 women, two physicians are in another lawsuit, again, are fighting the state in the other lawsuit arguing that you know their lives were put at risk and one of them had sepsis one of them was was basically forced to risk death and had to leave the state in order to get an abortion you know amniotic fluid leaking out etc um but paxton is making the argument what what was paxton's argument in this one order um or let's see molly duane said the repeated misrepresentations of the court order coupled with the explicit threat of criminal and civil enforcement and penalties serve only to cow the hospitals from prov providing Ms. Cox with the health care she desperately needs. Plaintiffs respectfully request the court hold a hearing so Defendant Paxton can explain to your honor why she should not be sanctioned. Um, and I guarantee you that even if the Supreme Court were to say you should be able to have the abortion, Paxton would still probably do something and still try and arrest the person and then 
get law enforcement still act and then it would and still defy the court order because Ken Paxton is a lawless individual. He is lawless. The Republican Party is lawless. They don't care about the law because, as I said in the show over and over and over again, Republicans love to tell other people what to do. Conservatives love to tell other people what to do and conservatives don't like to be told what to do. I'm sure he'll be damned if he'll be let a lot the Supreme Court of Texas to tell him what he's going to do in his job. But he's he's going to be damned if if he's not going to tell anybody else what they're going to do. Um, in the petition, Paxton asked the Texas Supreme Court to rule quickly, saying that each hour uh, the temporary restraining order remains in place is an hour that the plaintiffs believes themselves free to perform and procure an elective abortion. This is not an elective abortion, you dumb piece of crap. This is not an elective abortion at all. This is a, an abortion of requirements. It's not simply just the fact that the fetus has trisomy and is not expected to live outside the womb for more than a day or two, which in and of itself is cruel. If you know that the fetus upon delivery will become an infant that dies after a day or two, if you know this, it's cruel to force somebody to gestate the term just to watch their infant die. That's cruel in and of itself. But there's additional, on top of that, issues where she's having leaking, she's having cramping, she's having issues that not only threaten her life, but also threaten her ability to have future you know, pregnancies that she will want to have. Again, this is a wanted pregnancy. This is not an elective abortion. This is an abortion of medical necessity. To label an abortion, an elective abortion, that's an abortion of medical necessity, shows that Paxton is an uninformed idiot who has no business serving in public office. None. He's just using it to raise his political capital to fight this culture war and he's harming anybody in the state of Texas who would potentially want to have a, to have a child, but yet faces a life-threatening condition in that pregnancy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Um, Paxton, can, in the filing, continued to say, nothing can restore the unborn child's life that will be lost in result. Nothing will be able to restore the unborn child's life when the unborn child dies three days after being born because of the condition that they're in. Ass? The filing said, post hoc enforcement is no substitute, so time is of the essence. Like, but nothing will, nothing will bring back the, nothing can restore the life of the woman who you're forcing to risk death either. Post hoc enforcement of the law can't be done if this woman dies because you forced her to gestate during, for, because you think that the pregnancy is viable and you think that this is an elective abortion when it's not. Because you deem yourself some sort of medical expert when you're not. You're an elected Republican official who 
is you abusing your authority to force people into broodmares. Elizabeth, it doesn't matter. It's none of his business there to pray. Well, unfortunately, he's making it his business, and the people of Texas empowered him to make it his business. And the and and when the people of Texas either I, I don't know exactly how it passed. It was either via a vote or via the legislature. They enabled they enabled him to make it his business by passing this draconian law. And then the people of this country enabled it to make it their business by electing Donald Trump president. And then people want to just say, oh, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. Oh, genocide Joe, because because some other elect some other elected official in some other country is not being controlled as well as we would like him to be. So we're not going to vote for genocide Joe because of what's going on in Israel. And so we'll let Donald Trump in who's going to let who would let Netanyahu just carpet bomb the hell out of Gaza because, you know, he he would completely agree with that. And then you'll let Trump in to do more horrific stuff. Y'all let Trump in in the first place, and guess what happened? We got six on the Supreme Court that overturned Roe v. Wade and Casey Casey versus Planned Parenthood, and that's how we got all of these draconian abortion bans in the first place. This is why it's important to beat Donald Trump. This is why Donald Trump has to lose. It's because you're going to get more horrific laws like this when he gets his way, when the wannabe dictator who admitted that he wants to be a dictator on day one gets his way. And if you believe that it would only be day one and not day two, you're an idiot too. Because day one will become day two, will become day 10, will become day 30, will become the rest of his life. And all of his maggot supporters will like applaud like happy little poorly educated idiots. And they'll love it. And they'll make some excuse as to why we need to have him at this time to do that and why we need to make an exception to the rules because America is great now because we have Emperor Trump. Because he's making all these changes that are making America great. The no longer the Republic of America, but the, you know, the Empire of America under Emperor Fuhrer Herr Donald. It's absurd. Anything else? Any of those other things? Um, Let's see, if Cox had already taken a petition, Pax's petition would be moots. Uh, professor of health law, there is also a case for mootness if Cox obtains the abortion before the case is decided, but that could depend on interpretation. Uh, the petition could allow Paxton to test his arguments uh, against the restraining order in higher court. Those arguments were essential to an advisory letter he sent Thursday to three Houston hospitals where Cox's OBGYN holds privileges, claiming that the judge's order would not shield the plaintiffs or the hospitals from criminal charges or fines. The TRO will not insulate you or anybody else from civil or criminal liability for violating Texas abortion laws, including first-degree felony prosecutions and civil penalties of not less than 100000 That's That comes back to the argument back on Monday that we had, where, where, the, oh, where they were trying to argue that, uh, that the uh, doctors take the oath to do no harm. Well, they're not, gonna viol- they're not going to, they're not going to uh, perform a procedure if they think they're going to be faced with civil and criminal penalties. 
because the state of Texas and the attorney general of Texas believes that them performing abortion is harm. And as such, they're going to balk. They're going to say, no, we're not performing this procedure. We, they might even believe that you know, she, she needs to have the procedure, but not many doctors are going to go out there and risk their lives and risk their livelihoods, risk their jobs, risk incarceration simply to perform one procedure when the state's preventing them from doing so, when the state's threatening them, threatening their lives, threatening their liberties. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there's a doctor out there that would stand up to Paxton and be the hero that we need, but I don't expect them to be. And I don't even know if I, I don't even know if, if I would, like, I don't expect them to be and I don't anticipate them to be. Like, I don't anticipate anybody standing up and doing that thing, but I don't expect anybody to do that either. I don't expect anybody to, to, to go to jail for anybody else. Like, it is unreasonable to expect somebody to do that, even though it, it is technically the right thing to do. It's just, it's so enraging. It's so enraging. And it all goes back to those, again, we could all go back way to those, those 12%, the 12% of Bernie Sanders' primary voters in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania. Those people who in that poll, they polled 50,000 people, and 12% of Bernie Sanders' voters in Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania who, vote, who flipped from Bernie Sanders to Trump, if they would have just voted for Jill Stein or just stayed at home, they didn't have to vote for Hillary. Normally, I would say in states that matter, you need to vote for, you need marginalized people deserve your vote and deserve your vote to vote for the person who's going to do the least harm and who's more likely to win. But if they would have just voted for Jill Stein instead of Donald Trump, we would have had President Hillary Clinton. We would have had a Supreme Court that would have not overturned Roe v. Wade or Casey versus Planned Parenthood. And Texas wouldn't be doing this BS right now. But they put their spoiledness over the lives, livelihood, and rights of marginalized, oppressed, and otherwise at-risk persons. And now you have other people right now who are doing the same thing again, who are threatening to not vote for Joe Biden in states that matter. And I don't care if you're in a state that matters. Again, I don't care if you live in Massachusetts. I don't care if you live in California. I don't care if you live in Louisiana. None of those states matter. My vote doesn't, I mean, I'll vote for Joe Biden, but it doesn't matter if I vote for Joe Biden, because Louisiana's voting for Trump. No way around it. California's voting for Biden. No way around it. It's going to happen. So the, the few people who are going to say, well, I don't like, I don't like genocide Joe, so therefore I'm not voting for Biden. Fine. You don't have to in California. You don't have to in Massachusetts. You don't have to in Oregon. You don't have to in Louisiana or Mississippi or Alabama or Florida, or South Carolina, Wyoming, Kansas, Nebraska, the Dakotas. Do you, bruh. I don't care. But in states that matter, New Mexico, Nevada, Arizona, Pennsylvania, 
Wisconsin, Michigan. If you're sitting there and thinking that you might not vote for Joe and you're somewhere on the left, think again because you're putting more people at risk just like the people who did back in 2016. It's absurd. It's absolutely 100% absurd. And that's why instead of the normal background, I'm doing the fat man rant, doing the fat man rant, because I, this whole thing is going to just be me ranting about everything that's at fault here, because I am sick and tired of the people whining about Biden. And don't even get me started about the fact of all the positive things that Biden has done. I have the fat man rant about the student loans with Biden. I have plenty of rants that I could do about how of all the good things that Biden has done during his presidency. But even if Biden was as bad as people want to say that he is, and I disagree with certain things that Biden has done, you know, I don't think that Biden can like, you know, I think it's ridiculous to suggest that Biden has this ability to like control foreign leaders in the way that they want him to control foreign leaders. Yeah, we control some purse strings. We control some things. We can encourage. But at the end of the day, you know, unless they're our, we can't even control states from doing what they want to do. Like, that's the thing. Like, we can't even control Paxton and DeSantis and Abbott from being pieces of crap because of the rules set forth in our country and the separation of powers and the powers that the states have versus the power that the federal government has. <clears throat> that's the way that the powers are split up, and that's the, that's the limits on the power of the federal government. You expect him to be able to tell Benjamin Netanyahu and get him to stop bombing? Like, there's a disconnect there. I mean, sometimes the federal government does have leverage over something, like, you know, we're not going to give you funding for roads if you don't do some things. But that requires a unified government working together and, well, with this Congress and this dumbass Speaker of the House who's willing to be a shill for criminals on on uh, January 6th, that's not going to happen. So I need to take back the House. We're not going to take back the House if you don't support the president and his reelection. But you have idiots like Chet Younger, who's more who, who thinks that Donald Trump needs to be defeated and thinks that having Donald Trump being reelected is an existential threat but won't do what's needed to do to get it done. Instead, he's going to sit here and examine his navel and, and do stupid things like suggest that he could be president when he can't be and yada, yada, yada. Then Trump gets elected, and then who else loses rights at that point? Because we already had reproductive rights go out the window in many a state. Who else gets to lose rights at that point when we get Trump again? Obergefell goes away. We're going to lose. Um, are we going to lose more reproductive rights when people can't have access to birth control pills anymore because they decide that's going to go out the window? 
Obergefell leaves because we already we already saw Justice Thomas and what he put his writing on the wall. We already know that conservatives like using uh, dissents and concurring opinions in other opinions. So who's to say that they won't be using Justice Thomas's arguments in the next opinion when Obergefell gets found? Excuse me. Anyway. Jolie, I think they all matter. States get flipped on them. Sometimes. That's the thing. Sometimes is the key word. <coughs> if state-by-state state polling data shows that a state's in play, then yeah, it matters. That's why I didn't name Texas, for example. All the shenanigans going on in Texas, maybe it might be enough to cause Texas to flip. Who knows? Texas has been teetering on the edge for a little bit. And while they haven't been able to get it over the edge, Texas has been kind of getting close. Now, Georgia, I mean, yeah, who knew with Georgia? Who knew that would happen with Georgia? What happened with Georgia was awesome. Nobody figured Georgia would go. And like with Obama in 2008, North Carolina, nobody expected Obama to win North Carolina, but it happened. So cool. But South Carolina, I don't expect South Carolina to anywhere. Uh, Louisiana, Louisiana will probably be the last state to go towards Biden. There are some states that I think are just out of play. Michael Rappaport says he's going to vote for Trump. I don't believe that. Really? I don't think so. Michael Rappaport, if, if he, if, let's see, Michael. Says voting for Trump. I don't believe that for a bit. He's been very, let's see. Left-wing comedian Michael Rappaport says voting for Trump on the table if anti-Semitism is not addressed in the U.S., but we need to get whole effing situation under control. Well, he's, well, I'd like to have a little chat with Michael Rappaport then because uh, that's pretty effing stupid because he doesn't understand why Trump supports Israel and that Trump is anti-Semitic. Trump freaking shared the whole anti-Semitic meme of the Jewish star over money, the star of David over money. Trump support, Trump panders to white supremacists. And Michael Rappaport doesn't understand that Donald Trump panders to white supremacists and anti-Semites, then he's a freaking idiot too. <clears throat> but of course, this is according to Fox News, so I don't know. Let's see. Uh, the openly anti-Jewish comments online ripping down posters after Jews, Hitler this, and the third boy, Hitler's here, blah, 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 blah. After railing against anti-Jewish hatred, Rappaport went on to claim that the Biden administration doesn't get under control of voting for Trump might be an option. I've had conversations with some of my, if it comes down to it, pig, pig dog Donald Trump and smoking Joe Biden. I'm sorry, I'm voting for pig whatever Donald Trump is on the table. I'm sorry. I'll still call him slob whatever, Donald Trump, whatever, Donald Trump, but he needs to get under control. No, I, I wish I had an I wish I had a um an avenue to go have a little conversation with all Michael Rappaport because there ain't no way 
that, that things get better for Jews under Trump. Just no way. Because <coughs> Trump gives safe harbor to white supremacists and anti-Semites. And to think that he'll to think they'll make it better? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But maybe he's just saying things to be outrageous. I don't know. Who knows? Excuse me. Anywho. I didn't bring anything to drink up with up with me, so unfortunately. Um anyway. That's pretty much my rant on this. So um I I am going out with my wife later in a in a little bit and we do want to get down to somewhere in by five thirty my time. So um I do thank y'all for joining. I didn't I didn't expect to get 16 of y'all to come down and to join me at this short notice on a surprise show, but I do appreciate y'all. Um we do have um again as I was saying earlier, I didn't lose like in the in in the sliding window of 360 365 days where I need to have 3000 hours of viewing. I didn't lose any hours over the last day, which means that the previous day had that I lost had no views. So today is a great day to bump those numbers up. So y'all joining today with uh, 23 views we got with an average view, average view duration um, of 19 minutes. Uh, that is, let's see, 19, that's 20 minutes or so. So it's a third of an hour. <clears throat> That's about eight hours chopped off what I need. So again, if y'all tonight just put on a three hour, three to four hour video from my live and just let it stream while you're sleeping, that would do wonders getting my numbers up to close to 3000 and maybe just maybe by the end of the year, we'll get to the point where I'll be monetized and we can start getting the things like super chats and memberships and everything like that. So Love y'all for coming in at such short notice. Um, I'll be back at the regular time Monday. I may do a nerdy dance stream tomorrow, um, but I'll probably not, unless something big happens. Again, follow my Twitter account. I announced this on Twitter a little bit earlier, but uh, make sure to hit the notification bell as well here um, to see if I'm going live as well. But you know, unless something big happens with this case, I probably won't go live again until Monday, but you never know. It is what it is. But this is the end of tonight's episode of Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Um, I hope you all have a great weekend. Thank you very much for joining as well. Again, patreon.com slash liberaldan to support me month to month. You can buy me a cider. Go to liberaldan.com. Click the buy me a cider button. Uh, you can Venmo me. Um, uh, Liberal Dan on Venmo. But best thing to do, like, like videos, subscribe to the channel. Uh, comment and like on other videos, uh, put a long video on as you go to sleep, just don't have it on mute, and convince your other people to do the same as well. So until Monday, this is Liberal Dan with Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>